0: This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's
1: sports talk show.
2: He barely played college football at a college called
1: Baker College in Baldwin City, Kansas. I have not heard of Baker
2: College.
0: Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. I'm
1: getting confused. What game are you calling? I'm calling both games.
0: According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup.
1: Steps back, a three ball for the tie from the top, it is good. Cassidy Beam knocks down the tray and we're tied at 27.
0: Everything happening in the sports world.
1: These Diva wide receivers wanted to go to the bathroom. As a defensive lineman, we didn't go to the bathroom. You sat on the bench, did your business and you got up.
0: And even some things not happening in the sports world. World,
2: I would take toothpicks and stick them in my eyes. That's <laughs> I'd rather do that than watch that. Show.
0: Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell.
1: Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE, or for those of you listening online worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon.
1: Do you want to tell the listeners how you spent your night last night?
2: I was watching the... Oh, you you were watching it? Not The Bachelor. Oh, not The Bachelor.
1: Steve, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that I got text messages from after the show yesterday saying, Steve's got to watch The Bachelor. He's got to watch.
2: Steve doesn't have to watch anything like that.
1: I went to the McPherson Eye football banquet last night. Yeah? Like eight more people came up to me and said, are you going to get Steve to watch The Bachelor? Come on, you got to get him to watch.
2: Well, you know my position. I would rather... The toothpicks? Toothpicks in my eyes and than uh, watch The Bachelor. I just, I have no... Uh... You know, no sense for that show. Well,
1: it was a lot of drama. It was great. Well, the most dramatic three-hour season premiere of all time.
2: Whatever. I was watching what's going on in the world with the Iran and Iraq. This is Christ. much more fun. This well, is
1: much more fun. I just
2: need to know if I need to start burrowing a foxhole so I can, you know, save my life.
1: You are kind of a burrower. But I did have a fun time at the McPherson I football banquet last night. Yeah, Steve, I know you're not a big banquet I guy. Don't,
2: I generally don't do banquets. I think I've done two in the... All the years I've been here. Well,
1: Steve's magical quote of, I don't do banquets or ties. He doesn't do I don't wear ties, ties yeah. Not as in like a tie in soccer. Zero, zero the score. A neck A neck tie. Yeah. What about bow tie? Uh,
2: I don't have a bow tie.
1: Would you be opposed to one? Yes. <laughs> but anyway, I enjoyed the banquet last night. I really like the way that McPherson High does a lot of their banquets because especially the football one is very thorough. That Coach Pav will bring up every sophomore, junior, and senior, and talk about that person individually, things that they do well. Yeah. How long did that last, then? Just under two hours.
2: Wow. Well, they've got like
1: 80 guys. I know. It's a lot of fun to me. I enjoy hearing these stories, and I like all the comments that you get to make. It really helps build and get some excitement for the younger guys whenever they hear the seniors and they go through and say, here's what they were doing as sophomores, and they turn into this and this and this, and... Coach Pav made the point a few times, and I would make the exact same point, that this McPherson McPhersonite football program is in quite the position right now. They, are, they went 32-4 and four over the last three years, right. the winningest senior class in McPherson McPhersonite football history. But this program is knocking on the door. And he had an interesting statement that he said that he heard from another coach that said, just wait, it's coming, to get over that final hump. And the final hump, of course, being making it to a state championship game, trying to get over that final hump. And that other coach said, just wait. It's coming. Just wait. It will happen.
2: And They've certainly had their opportunities. And, and, you know, three years in a row in the state semifinals. And and it seems like all three losses in the semifinals have been similar. Heartbreaking. Games they felt like they should have won. Low-scoring games. Uh, just, you know, it just seems like they've all been mirror images of each other. But at some point, they're going to break through. Yeah. And I told
1: them, I said, I can't wait to be there whenever that happens. So yeah. a lot of fun there. And Steve, I always enjoy going to the banquets and hearing what they have to say.
2: You know what Coach Trimmel's first question would be? What was that? Did you eat well? I did not. Oh.
1: I could have eaten well, but okay. I did not. There was a ton of food there.
2: Okay. Well, you know, Coach Trimmel, it's not whether you win or lose. It's how well you eat eat after the game.
1: Or the banquet. Or the banquet. See, they eat before. Okay. They like to settle in for the meal. I see. Okay. Well, Steve, big news in the NFL today. The coaching carousel, people are hopping on, hopping off. Your guy, Matt Rule, you're a big fan of Matt Rule. Former Baylor Bear coach now. He has accepted the job with the Carolina Panthers. And I believe I read that his deal was seven years, 60 million dollars. To be the new head coach
2: of the Carolina Panthers. Why would you give a coach a seven-year deal if he stinks? You're stuck. You have to pay him off. You have to pay him millions and millions of dollars. I just, I just find the length of the contract staggering. Now, Matt Rule, I'll give the guy credit. When he was at Temple, they were just awful. He had him as think, in when he got there. When he, when they got there, and then his first year was like not very good. And then after that, the program took off. He went to Baylor. I think they were like one and eleven, uh, his first year. Well, not to mention everything that else that was hanging over that program. Right. Baylor, Baylor was a cesspool of of just awful behavior. But uh, I think he was one and eleven. They were
1: if, one and eleven two years ago.
2: Yeah, and of course you know who they beat, KU. Right. <laughs> and then uh, and then the year next year, I think they were seven and six. Yep. And then this year they were eleven and three. So he is a builder. But you know he he steps into a pretty good situation at Carolina. There's pretty good nucleus there. The big well, que- you've got Christian McCaffrey. Well, the big question, of course, is what's the status of Cam Newton and will he be the quarterback? And will he be the Carolina? quarterback? Cam Newton is so beat up. I just wonder. You know, he has taken so many shots in his career. I just wonder if the guy really has anything left because um, you know I, I kind of watch those NFL you know draft shows and things like that. And Carolina is one of the teams that picks very early. I think they're like seven, maybe. They pick seventh. But they said like four of the first seven could pick a quarterback because it's a pretty good draft for quarterbacks. Because you got, of course, Joe Burrow. Uh you got uh, Tua, Tagovailoa. That was not great. No, nah, I just stumbled over that. Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. And then you Tagovailoa. Got, whatever. And then you got Herbert, the kid from Oregon. Justin Herbert. Yeah. And then uh, you know, there's there's a number of guys that are, that are up, and uh, it just uh, it seems like that they might go a quarterback.
1: So the Panthers are going to hire Matt Rule, and before he took the job with the Panthers, apparently Matt Rule went to the New York Giants and said, "Hey, this is what Carolina's offering me, match it, and I'll be coming to New York." And the Giants said, "No, no, no, we don't we don't need you. Thanks, thanks for the offer." And there were some rumors circulating that they were trying to interview Jason Garrett, former Cowboys coach, but he is still under his contract until like January 14th. And so they have to request to interview until then. But Jason Garrett's out of the picture now. The New York Giants have hired maybe the best hire in the NFL. Better than Bill Belichick, better than Andy Reid. All these guys, they are second. To Joe Judge. Who? Man, is he great. Who? Joe Judge.
2: Is he in witness protection? We just don't (laughs) know about him or something. I never heard of him.
1: All right, Steve. If I was gonna ask you, so Joe Judge has been the wide receiver's coach of the Patriots. If I was going to ask you what was New England's biggest weakness this year, what would you say? Wide receiver. It wasn't defense. I would maybe even not say quarterback because I think if he had some better wide receivers that Tom Brady would have been fine. Yeah. I think if I was going to ask you what the biggest weakness was of the New England Patriots wide receiver and the New York Giants said, we're going to take this guy that nobody knows. And he is now going to be the head coach of the New York Giants. Has he ever been a
2: coordinator? No. Has he been like a head coach at a college anywhere?
1: He was the special teams assistant in Alabama for two years.
2: It's like they're hiring David He was a linebacker's
1: Beatty. coach at Birmingham Southern.
2: This is like a David Beatty hiring.
1: He was the graduate assistant at Mississippi State. You, do you know what the New York
2: media is going to do to this guy? Well,
1: I've already seen it. They're going to tear him apart. They have eviscerated him already. So here are the titles that he has held in New England. Special teams assistant, not special teams coordinator, special teams assistant, okay. special teams coordinator. So he had that job for three years. Okay. The lat- This past year, he was special teams coordinator and wide receivers coach, and now head coach of the New York Giants. I don't know anything about Joe Judge. I, I really don't. Yeah. I don't know the guy. He might be the smartest, brightest you've ever seen. He might be the next Sean seen. McVay. Who he, knows? He might be. But I think if you are the New York Giants, and you're trying to be relevant. And, and excite your fan base. Excite your fan base. I don't think this is the guy you hire. And I said this whenever David Beatty, it's interesting you bring that up. I said this whenever KU hired him. It is really hard to turn things around when you hire a coach that has not only never been a head coach, really in any capacity, but has really never even been involved in serious game time decisions. Okay, let's go for the block punt here. Once every three games. Yeah, that's the biggest decision that I, this guy's ever made. I
2: thought the Giants were going to interview Josh McDaniels. That's why I thought that was the. They decided a different Patriots assistant would be the right fit. My goodness, that is that is a, that's going to be a hire that's going to Joe Judge. He's going to be a one and done. I just I can't wrap my no, head around why is not they're not making of, that decision. There is not a lot of talent on that Giants team. They, man, how far is that franchise falling? You can go ahead and. Pencil them in for the number one overall pick next year. One
1: of my friends, he's a big Chiefs fan, but the Giants are his second team that he roots for. And we were talking about this. He said, go look at who the Giants just hired. And, of course, nothing's official yet, but this is who they're going to hire. And I just responded and said, who is that? Yeah. (laughs) And one thing I said is that with the New York media, I think if you took somebody that didn't have a great resume, but they had a name, Whoever it was, you go, I know who that guy is. Mm -hmm. Let's say, let's say Eli Manning, let's go 10 years into the future. Let's say Eli Manning has held these exact same positions special teams assistant. He was a special teams coordinator and then was a wide receivers coach. And then 10 years in the future, the Giants say, we're going to hire Eli Manning. I think people would be supportive of it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe some would say, oh, well, this guy doesn't even coach the position that he's at. But I think he has a name. And I think with the New York market, you have got to have a name. Yeah. You've got to have a name.
2: Well, I can tell you the first home game of the year next year, you're going to see about twenty to 30,000 people sitting there with bags over their heads because they know what's <laughs> coming. And and here's the, here's the thing. He's off the Belichick tree. That is not an automatic guarantee that, they're going to be a good coach. Romeo Cronell was off the Belichick tree. Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Uh, Josh McDaniels had one year in the NFL with, a, you know, with Denver. That was a pretty good job. And the bet, he won his first six, and everyone said, oh, he's going to be incredible. Well, in his last ten, he was like two and eight. So you just haven't seen a lot of uh, uh, Belichick disciples – Go on and have a lot of success. I don't want to say, and, and you know how I get about players and their
1: value, and I think that you would say, all right, Joe Judge is not worth $50 million or $40 million, whatever they're going to throw at him. And I would say, yes, he is worth it because somebody's going to pay him that. But dollar fifty-two. Are you really wanting to put your investment into somebody that, one, nobody has ever heard of, and number two, somebody that you don't know can coach?
2: Yeah and look at the last coach they had Pat Shermer. What had he ever done? He had What about anything. Ben McAdoo? Oh, uh, Ben McAdoo at least won 10 games one year, but Shermer came on and he won nine games in two years. It didn't take long for them to sour on him.
1: I'm just the person that says, if I'm
2: going to hire somebody to be my football coach,
1: especially if this is an important decision, and, you know, if I'm the athletic director for a middle school somewhere out in southwestern Idaho. Maybe my rules aren't quite as tight. I say, okay, yeah, you can be the 8th grade coach, Steve. I'll give you a chance. But if I am in a big decision here, trying to make money, trying to flip an organization, get things going, I want to hire somebody with at least some head coaching experience. And maybe if it's not even head coaching experience, being a big-time coordinator being an offensive coordinator, being a big-time offensive mind, maybe a defensive mind, that you have what you do. Let's say it was Cliff Kingsbury. He does something, and I know that he maybe was not the most qualified to be the Arizona Cardinals coach, but Cliff Kingsbury does something. And he They run this specific offense, and he didn't win a ton in college, but he ran this thing. He has this thing that is associated with him. Joe Judge, what is associated with him? Nothing. Mediocrity. So I, I just I have a hard time wrapping my head around hiring somebody like this, that has absolutely zero experience.
2: Yeah, I I find this to be a very strange hire. If it'd been Tampa Bay or Detroit or somebody like that, in a that, smaller market, I yeah, get it. Yeah, I, I get it. But in New York, New York,
1: start I mean, spreading the news. It's, <laughs> it's
2: such a big. It's such a. It's a such a big town. You have to say it twice, and I mean, my gosh. This poor guy has no chance. The Giants. The two coaches in New York, Adam Gase and Joe Judge. Wow. Come on.
1: Wow. Come on.
2: That's really bad.
1: All right, Steve. Yeah. Enough of that. Yeah. I want to talk about one more hypothetical here with you here in just a moment. Okay. I alluded to it earlier in the day, but I want to get your thoughts on this. We're staying NFL. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE, or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You were a little tense over there. The computer's frozen. It's gone.
2: What would have happened if... uh, if, uh... It was still frozen. You you got it taken care of, though.
1: No, I did not. Okay. That's why nothing sounds good. Okay. It's because the computer's frozen, but we still can talk. Okay. Which is probably a bad thing that for some a people. That is bad thing. Unless the computer unfreezes, then you and I are just going to have to continue to talk until oh, like 5 or 6 or 7 it o'clock. It won't get
2: back into the system. No. Ooh, it's not good. But we'll not, see.
1: All right. Okay. You want to just keep talking until like 8 o'clock tonight?
2: You th- what do you think the uh, our our fans would say?
1: I think they would say no. I think they would say (laughs) be quiet. Shut up, you two. But my hypothetical for you today, Steve, is I was thinking about it over the weekend. I think we even talked about it over the weekend a little bit. I know that we're thinking ahead, and we should maybe be focused on the Chiefs beating the Houston Texans on Sunday. But where do you think Tom Brady will be playing football next year? Because I don't think he's going to retire. I, I I don't believe that's going to happen. I think he's still got enough left in the tank. Where do you think he's going to be playing football next year? New England. And why is that?
2: I just have a feeling that they're not going to let it in this way. Uh, Belichick's not going to let it in this way. Robert Kraft's not going to let it in this way. I, I think they feel like there's still enough talent there. That th- Remember, they're going to go 6-0 and probably. Uh, in the AFC East. Unless Ryan Fitzpatrick comes to town. Well, F- Ryan Fitzpatrick will probably be playing for somebody else next year. But but uh, I, I just think they're going to try it one more time. I think this was just a shocking end to the season. And, of course, there was instant overreaction you know, on Brady. I think once everything calms down, they'll work something out. I think he's a free agent. Isn't that correct? Right. He's a free agent. I think they'll do some kind of one-year deal. I know he says – He's going to play till he's 45, but, man, did he regress terribly this year. Watching him play was Well, terrible. if he had a better
1: wide receivers coach, it might have worked out better. Well,
2: he's a head coach now.
1: Well, That's true. Yeah. Something tells me, yes, he will be in New England, but there's also this other thing that's po- pulling at me, saying Tom Brady wants to prove to everybody, I think he's, he's very focused on how his legacy is going to be perceived. And I think that obviously the legacy of Tom Brady is going to be greatest winning quarterback of all time. I'm not going to say he's the greatest of all time because I think there are people that are more talented than him. But in terms of winning quarterbacks, nobody has ever won like Tom Brady and has sustained it as long as he has.
2: Now they had a deal. The greatest players. Who was the greatest quarter? Wasn't it Joe Montana? I think. I don't know. I think I Joe, didn't watch it. I think Joe Montana was. Named the greatest quarterback of all time.
1: But Tom Brady's right there. But what I think something tells me he wants to do is prove that it's not just Belichick. It's me. It's me. This is why we're winning. This is why I have six Super Bowl rings. It's me. Meaning that he wouldn't be too afraid to go somewhere else. And I do think that there is some sort of division between Robert Kraft and management and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I think there's got to be some sort of division there because if they would have played things the way that Brady and Belichick would have wanted to this year, Antonio Brown would have been a Patriot. There would have been several. Uh, Josh Gordon, they would not have cut him at, at the point Brown. That they did.
2: They wanted to keep in. An-
1: I just said that.
2: Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. You said Josh Gordon, I
1: thought. I said Antonio Brown oh, okay. first. I didn't
2: hear Antonio Brown. I'm sorry.
1: I believe in you, Steve. Yeah. But I think that there is a little bit of division that Belichick as well as Tom Brady and Robert Kraft, that it's not all three of them holding hands, skipping around in a circle. We love you, we love you, we Goodbye, love you. Uh. No, they're not doing that. Something tell- is telling me that that is not happening. And that's the only reason why I could see things not ending very well. And if things do not end very well here in the next couple of weeks, I'm starting to think ahead okay, where would Tom Brady want to go? Obviously, a place that needs a quarterback. He's not going to go to Kansas City. He's not going to go to Houston. He's not going to Baltimore. But there are some markets that would be available for him. Number one, I think that a lot of people think is a suitable option, Chicago. Yeah. I know they've got Trubisky. Yeah. But I don't think there's anybody that is in Chicago that says, let's just go ahead and keep him 20 more years. I think they would be open to that. And a team that has a little bit of structure built around it and would have a chance to win.
2: And you would have great defense at Chicago.
1: But the one that I keep thinking is going to happen... Oh, I know
2: what you're going to say.
1: I think the Los Angeles Chargers... I knew
2: that's what you are going to say.
1: ...are going to give Phyllis the boot, say, see you later, Phyllis. Go, go somewhere else.
2: Go cry someplace else.
1: And Los Angeles, remember, the Chargers are trying to build their reputation.
2: And they're moving into a new stadium. They're
1: moving into a new stadium. They haven't sold any season tickets.
2: And nobody even cares about them.
1: But you know what could help sell season tickets? Golden Boy, Tom Brady being the quarterback of the Chargers, yeah. there would be a buzz. I think they could almost even jump this the Rams. You
2: know what it would remind me of? Well, you wouldn't remember this, but when Johnny Unitas, oh, who was my favorite, my, he was my favorite football player growing up. I think he played his last year with the Chargers with his black high top shoes and and he had the uh, flat top haircut. He went out there and he was so old; it, it was just a it was a disaster. It's also like Joe Willie Namath. When he left the Jets, I think he played one year with the Rams. His his knees were so bad that it was it was almost painful to watch him try to throw a pass. I, I just now Brady's not quite in that kind of shape. As, no, as he's fine. Guys. He's still physically fine. I still think he's taken a lot of hits to the head, and I still think sometimes there's nobody home upstairs. I really believe that because when you look at him, he's got that kind of faraway look sometimes. But I think one year they could squeeze one year out of him. And let's face it, the Chargers need something because the fan base out there. Well, look at it.
1: There is no fan base. Look
2: look at the games that they played that were on TV this year. The Cowboys played there. The Chiefs played there. It was 75 to 80% Chiefs and Cowboys fans when those teams played the Chargers. Let's
1: power rank the Los Angeles teams and their popularity and let's figure out where the Chargers land. Number one, probably Lakers. Easily. Number two. I think the Clippers are starting to make a move. It's becoming right. a big-time basketball town. Number three, I think you say Dodgers. I think the Dodgers still yeah. are very popular. Yeah. Number four, I think you say the L.A. Kings. Right. I think they are still Hockey's extremely popular. popular, popular. Yeah. Then you could include Anaheim, both the Ducks hockey team, and Angels. I think that they get thrown into this mix. The Rams, I would have to think, are in that 5-7 to seven range. Still not the most popular, but it's NFL. It's the better team in but your they city. Drew,
2: the Rams actually drew pretty well. They, they
1: drew a lot better. And yeah. granted, they had three times the seating right. at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And I think you could even take LA Galaxy, the soccer team, and never, be more popular. Never heard of them. And then the Chargers. So when they are down low, nobody cares about them. They're not selling anything.
2: And they played in a 28,000-seat stadium last year and didn't even sell it out.
1: So what do they do? Bring in a name. Yeah. It's done, Phyllis. Hit the road, Jack. Time don't for look Tom. Back. Time for Tom. I think that'd be a good plan.
2: And I don't think Brady is. I don't think it's. He's like, oh my God, I got to play at New England. I think he's open to a move. I and really that's,
1: what, that's what I was kind of saying, in that I think he's open to you trying. Think, you
2: think he really likes playing for Bill Belichick? I'm sure he does. But, but I mean, the guy is so sour. And We know about. Sour. I, don't, I
1: don't think Tom is the most no happy. But we guy know either. about sour. People. Oh yeah, we
2: know all about sour. Yeah, but Tom Brady, uh, he he looks like a you know effervescent guy compared to Belichick.
1: All right, Steve, the computer's fixed. There you go. Let's take one more break. All right. I hope I am going to hit the space bar, oh, and I am going to hope that I am going to hope that it plunges. I, I don't go. know what's going to happen. We'll see if we don't ever come back. You've been listening to According to Jim, ninety-six point seven FM, KBBE
0: listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson,
1: Ramping up today's, according to Jim. Hey, we're on ninety six point seven FM KDB. We are not frozen. We didn't have to call Sean. No, we did not. Thank goodness. So, Steve, we have a lot to get to for the rest of the week. Number one, we don't have bullpup basketball no tonight. Kind of bas- weird. Yeah, it's our first Tuesday. Well, besides you know the last two weeks when we didn't right. work, but the first Tuesday of the new year where we're idle. At
2: Least high school.
1: Yeah, and then we'll. Get back into the swing of things next week and by the end of this week and with the Bullpups going to circle on Friday night, which could be a matchup of two 7-0 teams.
2: There's basketball in Tigertown tonight.
1: There is. We'll be making our way down to the south end of town. Central Christian taking on Langston.
2: Yeah, that should be good Sooner Athletic Conference basketball matchups.
1: You know what I want to talk about tomorrow on the show, Steve? What's that? I want to get your proposal for what NFL overtime rules should be. Have you seen people talking about it?
2: I haven't. Be honest
1: with you. Well, every every show's been talking about it. I want to get your answer, okay? Because remember the Chiefs against the Patriots, Chiefs didn't get the ball, AFC Championship game.
2: Saints didn't get the ball, but it
1: happened again with the Saints and yeah. the Vikings that the Saints never got to touch the ball. So I want to get your thought. I want you to come up with a formula how NFL overtime should work for you. Maybe if there should be a difference in the playoffs, but I want to get your opinion on NFL overtime. Can you? Think for the next twenty four hours and come up with something.
2: Do you want my head to hurt? My head will a, a little bit. Yeah, my head will probably hurt. I've
1: seen all sorts of wacky proposals.
2: I'll be honest. I kind of like what they're doing now. Well,
1: then you save, mean, it. You gotta save it. You got to save it, Steve. Right. We got to find out tomorrow. Don't okay. t- don't let the cat out of the bag yet. Okay, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I think we need a little Big Twelve basketball update. Okay, your Kansas Jayhawks.
2: Who do they play next? When do, or when do they play next?
1: Well, Steve, you're asking questions that.
2: I just, are tough for me to think of. I just thought you had the, like that.
1: Normally I do, but I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Okay. You're killing me, Steve. I know West Virginia played last night. Did they? They did. Big Monday? Yeah, they did.
2: I thought they had a bowl game on last night. I thought there was a bowl there game. There was
1: some bowl game. It was, I think, Louisiana, Lafayette, the Ragin' Cajuns. They were I thought all, it was
2: like the famous potato bowl or something.
1: Well, like I'm sure that. it was rocking. K-State plays tonight. Tomorrow night, KU's at Iowa State. Ooh. Did I pull it up fast enough for you? Hilton Magic. So we'll talk Big 12 basketball tomorrow on the show as well. let's do. You got it, Steve? I've got it. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. I can hardly wait. I hope you will. Think about your overtime rules. All
2: right. i think two seconds.
1: Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson,